This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to the Jeff Rubin, Jeff Rubin Show. I am Jeff Rubin. Joining me on Skype and phone is Marcel Fernandez, who has the Guinness World Record for fastest time to type a text message on a touchscreen mobile phone. Marcel, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jeff, for the uh, opportunity. Uh, Pleasure's all mine. Your record is specifically on a touchscreen phone, correct? Yeah. Do you remember what was, do you remember, it couldn't have been that long ago, the first cell phone you had? I think the first cell phone I had was um, uh, those Nokia, those Nokia phones, you know, those um, with the... Uh, with Snake uh, that you could play Snake on? Yeah, 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 that, that one, those ones. Um, I got one of those, I think probably was about 14, 15, and uh, a long time ago. And uh, in my first smartphone, I think was an HTC. I think it was the second Android phone that ever came out ever. It was like um, so old and it had like the first version of Android on it. So how old are you now? You're a little bit younger than me, I think, because I had those and I was like maybe 20. So uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, 23 right now. Oh, so you're a lot younger than me. So yeah, I guess I'm wondering <laughs> like when you got that cell phone when you were 15, just like what, like were you the first year friends to get that cell phone last year friends? Like what was it like getting that cell phone when you were 15? Um, it, I think I was kind of average um, when I got it. Some of my friends already had it too. So uh, I wasn't the first, wasn't the last, was kind of on the spot. And like, what did you use it for? Was there any text messaging? Actually, I think 90% of of my usage with that phone was like um, playing Snake because I I, I was a 15-year-old kid. I didn't have anybody to text. I think the only person that called me was my mom. (laughs) Right, right, right. But also, like texting wasn't that big on those phones because yeah, it was exactly. like har- it was harder to do. Like there was that T nine thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those. I remember those. It was it, wow. I was. I think on the T nine keyboards. Damn, I was. I, I, I think I was so slow on those keyboards. It was so hard to 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 type. Damn. Now your first touchscreen phone. You said Android. Was that um? typing on like each letter like with a thumb keyboard or was it a, a, a swipey type keyboard where you draw lines between the letters so so the phone i had was in htc something i don't remember the name but it had two types of keyboards on the phone it was very it was a very strange phone kind of unusual for 2019 to think about it um it, it had like a virtual keyboard like the virtual android keyboard but it also you could you could slide the phone to the right, and it would reveal a physical full keyboard, full physical keyboard. Oh, so this is like when everyone's not totally sure if the touchscreen's going to catch yeah, on. We yeah, better still exactly. build a regular traditional keyboard into the side <laughs> exactly. of it, just in case. but a full like um, Q W E R T Y keyboard, not like the four by yeah. three thing, like every letter with no, its it own a, thing. Okay, yeah. No, it was a four, full QWERTY keyboard. Like you slid the the whole phone to the right and it revealed the full QWERTY keyboard. It was horrible to type on. I I always preferred the touchscreen keyboard. And 
That's funny. They must not have made those for very long. Okay, and now the touchscreen keyboard's out. So now we're texting, right? You're how old are you at this yeah. point? Um, probably about uh, eighteen, I think, maybe nineteen. What a time for text messaging to become easier in your yeah. life when you're eighteen or nineteen. Yeah. So I imagine you're talking with yep. your friends a lot. Is that right? Yeah, uh, that's when I started using it more. And uh, funny story, um, when I um, I had like this old Dell computer um, that broke down and uh, I was like, uh, I think I was finishing high school or wait, 18. I think I'm, uh, I think I was in the first year of college, something like that. Um, and uh, my computer broke down. It was like an old Dell computer. And uh, the only thing I was left with was my my smartphone. So I had to do everything I needed to do for college, for um, my course, um, on my smartphone. So I ended up typing a lot. Uh, okay. Because I was going to ask, like, did you, you were you texting or you using your phone more than your friends? But that sounds like kind of your origin story. That's when you had to, like, yeah, really start yeah, using your exactly. phone as a computer, which I think a lot of people do now, but there was a time when that was sort of novel, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. So you're using just the the touchscreen computer. I guess this is like whenever I talk to people who have like kind of an interesting record or do something like this, I'm always curious, like, when's the moment when you went from like, okay, I'm I'm uh, typing on the phone and you recognize like, I'm actually pretty good at this. Like, when do you start to take it, quote unquote, seriously? I never knew that I was, uh, in fact, that, that I was uh, uh, um, fast on this, uh, typing on a smartphone until I won that competition. Um, so before that, I just thought I was normal. I thought I was average. I thought everybody typed like that. Okay, so what is this competition, and how did you find yourself in the competition? Um, so in uh, 2013, I think, 2013, 2014 maybe, um, this company called Flexi, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of Flexi, it's a... Uh, uh, it's a software company that they, uh, they make uh, virtual keyboards for Android and iOS. Okay. They, they did a, a little uh, online competition where you would uh, type this 160-character uh, um, sentence, uh, which, by the way, is the exact sentence that Guinness World Record uh, uses for the record. And uh, whoever won that competition, whoever typed the fastest, would win a, uh, I think it was... I think it was a Galaxy Note 2, which was the best Galaxy at the time, and uh, a Flexi T-shirt, and oh, and a tablet. So you would win a phone, a tablet, and a uh, T-shirt. And uh, so I entered this competition. Is it like a, is a competition like an app, or is it like you were at the mall yeah, yeah, yeah. one day? No, no, no. It's literally an online competition in the Flexi app. You would enter the, you would go to the uh, Flexi app on your uh, phone. And then the competition notification would show up. You would click it. I want to. I want to participate. So then you just type the the 160 character message. Put your email in. Hit send. And and that's it. So and you could try however many times you'd like. You heard about that, and you were like, I could probably win that tablet, or I could maybe win that tablet. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, I. I I uh, entered the competition just for fun. I was at my friend's house at the time, and we were we were talking and stuff. And then uh, I saw the competition on my phone, and I, I, I uh, showed it to him and said, uh, look, hey, let, let's try to win this. He tried typing it, then I tried typing it, then 
I kept trying and trying, you know what I'm saying? I kept trying and uh, I kept getting my time down. When the uh, results came out, uh, you know, I, I was, I think, in in fourth place, I think. They, 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 put, they put the results uh, out. Um, they weren't the final results. They just showed the results at that time. And, but uh, you still had some time to compete until the final results. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you could see as soon as you were done that you were in in the running. Yeah, yeah, and that exactly. I see. So exactly. there was like a leaderboard almost, right? And like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so I was in fourth place. And when I saw I was in fourth place, I was like, uh, I was so happy. I was euphoric. I was like, holy shit. I'm in fourth place. How the fuck am I this fast? I never, I never imagined that I typed this fast. I got motivated and I started doing it over and over and over again. And then I ended up winning the competition. I won the uh, the phone, the tablet, the flexi t-shirt and all that jazz. Uh, a couple months later, the CEO of the company uh, at the time, he sent me an email asking me if I wanted to go to New York to officially break the Guinness World Record because until then that was just a that was just an online competition it had nothing to do with Guinness as a marketing strategy for Flexi so they can say that uh, we have the fastest keyboard in the world they wanted to uh, fly me out to New York so I can uh, so I could break the record using their keyboard so I just answered the email and said, yeah, let's do it, man. So the whole <laughs> thing was a last Starfighter-esque competition to find the person who could beat the world record under exactly. the uh, under the Flexi brand. Had you used Flexi before? Like, were you, were you a user of it or the competition yeah, that led I, you to it? Yeah, I, I was actually a Flexi user. I used their keyboard. Uh, I, I liked using their keyboard a lot. What did you like about their keyboard over, like, why? what attracted you to it initially over the stock keyboard that comes with the phone? Yeah, I think I had a, a Galaxy something phone at the time. I don't remember which one it was. I think it was one of the first Galaxies, maybe Galaxy S2, Galaxy S3, something like that. And, um, I I hated the Samsung stock keyboard. I don't know how they are now. I use an iPhone now, but at the time I hated the Samsung Samsung uh, stock keyboard. So uh, I I just searched for uh, I just searched on the uh, on the App Store for for different keyboards and Flexi's keyboard was the one that interested me most because all of the other keyboards were kind of like buggy. Um, if you if you started to type really fast, they would like bug out a little bit. Um, they would stutter. And a Flexi was the only keyboard that I could type fast and didn't stutter. So that's why I, I uh, started using Flexi. Is it the kind of keyboard where um, you're thumb typing or is it the kind of keyboard where you, you're drawing a line between the letters? No, no, um, Flexi. Uh, I don't know how they are nowadays, but at the time, Flexi didn't have swipe feature. Just, just thumb typing. So this is all thumb typing. And what was that sentence? Do you remember the sentence? It was. Uh, yeah, I think I still remember it. I, damn, I typed that sentence so many times. I, I think I have it in my notes here. It's, it's quite something. Um, yeah, it's. Um, do you want me to read uh, it? The razor-toothed piranhas yep. of the genera Saurosalmus and Pygocentris are the most. Ferocious freshwater fish in the world, period. 
in reality, they seldom attack a human. The Razor Tupianas of the Genara. So these are like words that I don't know. Sarah, Salma, yeah. no one knows. <laughs> I mean, words that are not practical. Yeah, they're like scientific words and, and whatnot. So do you know why that's the sentence? Let me just read it one more time. The Razor Tupianas of the Genera Sarah, Salmis, and Pygocentris are the most ferocious, ferocious freshwater fish in the world. In reality, they seldom attack a human. Why that sentence? Do you know? Yeah, Guinness Guinness said that that's the sentence because it articulates um, your your typing a lot. It's not uh, you know you have to actually reach for the letters and they're hard words to type. You have to use shift to uh, capitalize the first letter on in Sarasalmus and Pygocentris. You have to use the, the hyphen. You know, where's the hyphen? Oh, razor, razor tooth has that hyphen. Yeah, yeah. So you, they elaborated kind of like a complex sentence to really test your abilities. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can't you can't miss a key and still get pygocentris correct. You know, that, yeah. you're not gonna yeah. walk into that one. So, but they're really yeah. considering like almost how much your fingers are moving and like on using because I think like kind of the classic phrase they would use to test a typewriter is uh, something like the quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog. It's something like that. It's like yeah, a, yeah, like yeah, a typesetting yeah. thing because it used yeah, all exactly. the letters. But it, does this sentence use all the letters? Yeah, there's your Z and Razor. Is there an X? No X. Uh, is that possible? No X. Razor two piranhas <laughs> of the genera Sarasalmus and Pygocentris are the most ferocious freshwater fish in the world. In reality, they seldom attack a human. Yeah, no X's. Yeah, no X's. So that, that other phrase that you may have heard, that quick brown fox thing, I think he's using typesetting a lot because it uses all the letters. And if you do that, you can make sure, I think like literally in like old typewriters where each letter was like a different lever that all the levers were yeah. working. This yeah, is like yeah, a yeah. different challenge. Here we want to make sure you can like get around the keyboard, use all the different features, all the shifts and yeah. hyphens and whatnot. So Makes sense. You, I should, we should say, um, English, not your first language. You're from Brazil. Is that correct? Yes, that's perfect. I mean, first of all, your English has been totally excellent. I think most listeners are going to be very surprised to learn that. Um, Does that make it harder, you think? Because, I mean, these are not words that English speakers really know either, but you're dealing with fancier words in another language. Is that an added layer of difficulty for you? I don't think it it was uh, exactly another layer of difficulty for me because I actually grew up in the U.S. I grew up in Texas, Austin, Texas, and uh, I only came back to Brazil when I was like nine years old. So uh, I, I learned English growing up. Uh, but when you're texting with your friends, I assume you're texting in Portuguese, right? Yeah, it's been yeah, it's like years since I've texted in English with somebody. So you saw you were in fourth pretty much without trying, just kind of a natural fourth place. You're like, all right, maybe yeah. I put some effort in and I can go up the charts. How much effort did you have to put in to get up to number one? Damn, man, I, I, was, I think I was doing that challenge like every single day. <laughs> every single day I... I I uh, tried out a couple times and uh, tried to get my time down. Yeah, how many days? Like, how long did that? How how grueling was that effort? Damn, I think it was like like a week, a month. What are we talking about? Yeah, I think it was like three, four weeks, like day in and day out, typing the typing the thing. Let me ask: Did you tell anyone you were doing this, or was this like a secret shame? Um, me and my friend. You remember that friend I told you about? He knew. Yeah. But like you yeah, didn't he, tell other people yeah. you were doing this. This was just like no, I, I only told um, I only told my mom, my sister when I was like when I saw that I was like in fourth and then I told them I was, I was like euphoric and shit. I was like so happy. And then I told them what was going on. And they were like, yeah, cool. Uh, keep trying. <laughs> <laughs> but then I imagine when you get the invitation to travel and go, you know, make it an official world record, then they must have like gotten it, you know? I mean, yeah. actually, just when you got the tablet, that must out. have helped, right? You got that tablet, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, I got that tab. I got the phone, got the shirt. And they, 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 they freaked out. <laughs> yeah, I've never won like a tablet doing anything, so that's already exciting. But now there's this other layer. Did they tell you about the trip to uh, seal the record before or after you got the tablet? Um, after. It was like, um, I think it was like three, four months after the whole thing. Oh, okay, so yeah. a little bit. And then you may have mentioned yeah. this, but where did you go to get that record? First time was in, uh, I think it was Lower Manhattan. The second time was Brooklyn. Was there an existing record you were trying to beat, or were you establishing a record? Yes, yes. Uh, the The previous record was uh, eighteen point uh, four nine or four six seconds, something like that. And what was your time like on the app, like at home? What was that number one time you finally got? It, it's kind of funny. The the my personal record that I did at home was actually lower than the record that I that I officially set with Guinness. Um, the first time I beat the record uh, with Guinness um, in, I think, 2014 was 18.19 seconds, so just a couple milliseconds faster than the previous record, which was uh, 18.46, something like that. And uh, the second time I broke the record, I think in 2015 or late 2014, don't remember uh, exactly, it was 17 seconds, uh, 17.00. And uh, my personal record that I did at home was, I think it was 16.70-something. Okay, so this gets to the next thing I want to talk about, which is, like, to do this record, to get this record, I mean, not, you got to do it sort of under bright lights, right? You got to go to New York. Where exactly did you go? Like, okay, now I'm in New York City. What is, like, the building, the room? Where was this, the event, I guess? Where, where did you set this record? The, the company Flexi, uh, they uh, they rented out a room in a uh, building in Lower Manhattan, and then uh, the uh, Guinness judge went over there. The filming crew, um, people from Flexi, and then uh, we had all cameras on me. The judge was beside me with a stopwatch in the in in her hand, and that was the setting. And now you've got to kind of do it under pressure, you know. Um, not only do you have to do it, but you got to do it like today, you know, right now. Yeah. Right? Did yeah. you practice for that moment? Like, it seemed like you 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 knew you were capable of getting the time, but you had to like know yeah. you could get it that day. So, did you have to practice for that? Yeah, it, it was scary, man. It was scary because <laughs> uh, a couple hours in. I still didn't beat the record, man. I was, um, I kept missing the letters. I kept starting over again, starting over again. And like a couple hours in, I, I was like sweating. <laughs> I was nervous. Uh, I, I didn't beat the record. So then we took a break. Um, we had a, we had a, a cup of water. We talked a little bit. And then when we went back, then I broke the record. <laughs> Just like right away. Um, yeah, I think it was like uh, four or five tries in. You know, that happens a lot. This is less impressive. But just in general with video games, I find like uh, if you're stuck on something and you put it down, like when you come back to it, you, often you will beat it. Yeah, one, yeah, one exactly. exactly. That I, there must be some lesson there you can apply to life, but I'm too into video games to bother yeah. learning what it was. <laughs> but, but even on like a before that day, like on the plane ride up, like once you knew this was going to be an event, did you start practicing every day? Yeah, uh, definitely, definitely. I was like day in and day out. Uh, typing this one practice. sentence over and over. Yeah, typing that one sentence over and over. <laughs> Were you typing it into a notes app? Just like, tell me what's the setup on your phone. Are you texting? Are you actually texting it yeah, to someone? No, no. I was, I was just literally using the notes app like over and over again. My notes app was like filled 
with the same sentence like over Bart and over. Simpson in the in the theme song. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> How long was that? Because that's like uh, difficult. I mean, like Bart has to do that as a punishment, you know, like so. Yeah. H- how long were you practicing for? Because that's pretty intense. I think it was December or November 2013. And then on March, uh, I don't remember if it was March or April, somewhere around uh, there was the actual trip to New York. So a couple months, like the three, four months practicing day in and day out. Like, was there something on the line for you? I mean, obviously it's fun to get a record and get in the Guinness Book of Record, but were you being like paid for this? That's actually a common question. And um, Guinness World Records doesn't give anybody like an amount um, in in cash or money because uh, they have over 40,000 records. So, you know, if they give... If they gave cash to everybody that that beats a record, they'll they'll <laughs> they'll go bankrupt. But um, they give you a little um, uh, what's it called? A little certificate uh, for the record. Uh, I, I only got stuff from the actual company uh, from Flexi that uh, invited me to go there. So I got like uh, I got like four. They they sent me like four or five smartphones. Uh, to practice on, see which one was better, and I got to keep them later. They, um, I got the tablet. Um, they uh, paid my whole trip uh, twice. Why twice? Why were there two trips? Because uh, I beat the record twice. Oh, so someone did someone beat you, or did you just want to lower it? It's because the first time I beat it on an Android, uh-huh. it was I think it was a Samsung Galaxy S5. And then later in later that year, um, Flexi announced that they were um, they were going to be an iOS too. Uh, so they wanted to beat the record again, only with an iPhone, so they could say uh, our our keyboard's the fastest in uh, you know Android and iOS. Right, right, right. And what is it that like makes their keyboard the fastest? Is it is there any? Um, I assume that, or maybe I'm assuming wrong. You tell me, is there auto correction or predictive text? That's not like a part of this, right? Um, well, the, the keyboard, uh, has auto correction right, right, right. and, but and for whatnot, the record, but you not. can't use that for the record. Right. So yeah. what makes the keyboard faster then? I think, uh, like I told you, I, I mean, nowadays I don't use flex anymore. I just use Apple's stock, um, keyboard because uh, I find it doesn't stutter anymore but back in the days I used to use flexi because it was the only keyboard that wouldn't stutter and wouldn't right, right, right. bug out when I started typing very fast you know um, most keyboards uh, when you like start typing really fast the, the the whole phone would like stutter and then uh, a few seconds later would write what you were writing you know and uh, Flexi was the only keyboard that didn't stutter and was like extremely fast when you were typing. Did you play? Do you play video games or anything else that might contribute to your finger dexterity? Um, yeah, nowadays I don't have much time to play anymore, but I love video games. I used to play video games a lot. What are you playing? And like, were you particularly good at them? Because like, at least like as depicted in movies, moving your fingers fast is what makes you good at video games. Yeah, well, I, I like to think I, I like to think I was good at them, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, I used to play um, uh, I used to play Super Mario on the on the Nintendo. Uh, then after that, I got uh, I got a PlayStation Two. 
Um, but when I most played video games in my life was when I got a PlayStation 3 at the time, like years and years later when, uh, when the PlayStation 3 came out. Everybody had it except me. So then I was like, fuck it, I got to get a, a PS3. <laughs> so I got a PS3 and uh, I, damn, man, now uh, um, remembering... Uh, remembering, uh, you know, looking back, remembering, I, I, damn, I used to play a lot. I don't think that was even healthy, man. <laughs> well, what about your phone? Are you addicted to your phone? Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, I think so. <laughs> and I'm not proud to say that. Well, everyone is a little bit, right? Yeah. You would think that maybe this experience of having to type this insane sentence all the time for months, like, uh, you know, would just make you a little bit sick of phones, but no? No, no, no. Um, damn, man, I use my phone a lot. Also, fun fact: Brazil is the 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 country that most um, most uses their phone. Uh, we we use our phone on average five hours and five hours and a half per day. That's a lot, and it, <laughs> boy. Yeah, I think second place is like China or something like that, which is three hours and a half. So we're like two hours um, ahead of the uh, ahead of second place. So we here in Brazil are like addicted to phones. <laughs> Why do you think that is? What is, is there something about Brazilian culture or something like that? I have no idea to be to be honest with you. I have no idea why. But uh, you know, you go out on the streets, everybody's with their neck looking down on their phones, taking taking selfies, posting stories on Instagram. <laughs> so that day when you were there, and it took you hours, like. Was that was it scheduled to take you hours, or was it just like we're gonna be here till he does it? Yeah, that that was basically it. Like um, the CEO of the company, I think his name was Yanis uh, Yanis Verdelis. He was Greek or something like that. He was like, um, "Come on, Marcel, you can do it. Uh, we're gonna stay here as long as needed. <laughs> Let's do this." And then, uh, also funny story: the second time uh, I I. Uh, I broke the record. I mean, the first time it took like hours and hours and I was so nervous. I was sweating and then I finally got it, but it was just like marginally faster than the last record. But, um, the second time I beat the record, it was in New York. Also, I literally did it in like, I think it was the literally the third try. It, it was like so fast. And, uh, the first time I think, I think maybe I did over a hundred tries and the second time, it was like in three tries, I got 17.00, and I'm like, that's it. I'm done. Let's let's get out of here. <laughs> so do you think that's because you weren't as intimidated by the event because you had already done it once? Like you kind of had, had the experience yeah, of doing yeah, it like once successfully that. under your belt, so like you weren't as nervous, something like that? Because I can imagine nerves. Like you're talking about like making really small movements with your fingers and having to be accurate, so I can imagine nerves playing a role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I think that was uh, that was a uh, factor. Yeah. So that was the second time. This record still stands today. Yeah. How often do you like tell people that you have this record? Like, how is, is it like? Do your fr your friends all know about this record? Yeah, my friends know about the record, but I mean, like, new people that I meet. Yeah, do I'm they know? Actually, I'm actually kind of shy. I, I actually um, don't say, don't talk about the record. I mean, if if. If somebody else tells them, that's okay. But I actually, uh, I don't know why I'm kind of shy. I don't like talking about it because it kind of seems like I'm bragging, you know? Does the Guinness Book of World Records, does that have some cultural value in Brazil the same way it does in the U.S.? Like people know the name as prestige? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, after I beat the record, I was uh, I, I started getting getting uh, invited to numerous numerous um, TV shows, interviews, everything like that. In Brazil or the U.S. or e everywhere? Yeah, yeah, in Brazil. Uh, yeah, in Brazil. I actually uh, also shot a commercial for uh, Chile. It was like in a in awareness campaign for um, not texting and driving. No way. And I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea. So they for like the country of Chile put you in a commercial about texting and driving yeah. and like what's yeah. that commercial are you like hey i'm the world's fastest texter and i don't text and drive or like do you play a character what is the commercial exactly it, it was me and a uh, ra a race car driver uh, side by side in in his race car and he would drive as fast as he could and i would try to type a sentence and uh, we staged it so I, um, so, I, uh, so I couldn't finish typing the sentence. And then he ran over some fake pedestrians on the street. And then the, the moral of the story was like, um, if the fastest typer in the world can't type when driving, you can't also. Did you get to ride in a race car? Uh, it wasn't exactly a race car. They just took a normal car and put like uh, decals on it. <laughs> got it, got it. But this is crazy. Like I actually didn't realize that like this – all sorts of little opportunities. I thought here I am so brilliant to track you down, but all sorts of little opportunities <laughs> kind of came out of this. Yeah, what, yeah. what were some other ones? Um, I, I got invited to a couple TV shows where um, there was one where I, uh, where they, they got a bunch of people that would do, um, that would have some, I don't know, some fast ability. There was a guy that could put on a tie in like a couple seconds. There was a guy that could, uh, um, do uh, those uh, Rubik's Cube in a couple seconds, and, there, and then there was me, uh, which could type fast. Uh, stuff like that, you know? This sounds fun, right? This sounds like a fun thing in your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was... It was uh, you, you, you actually came late. You, you're like... I'm a few uh, years behind here, it's true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you're like four or five years behind. <laughs> I'm in no rush. I like to get to everyone eventually. We only do an episode every two weeks. You know, we're working our way around. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You've been on my list for a while. Um, I don't know if you've been on my list in five years, but um, yeah. You, but at the time, man, a bunch of opportunities uh, came up. A bunch of interviews, um, especially here in my city. Um, TV shows, talks, a lot, of, a lot of stuff like that. Let me ask you, actually. When I when we were communicating and setting up this interview, which we did over WhatsApp, um, you actually instead of texting a few times, you sent like a, a recorded voice message, which is yeah, yeah. I don't that's not usually something I do. I don't know if that's an age thing, if it's a Brazil thing, or um, but I'm surprised because here I am getting recorded voice messages from the world's fastest texter. <laughs> what do you, is that something you usually do? Is that something your friends do? Or I don't know. I may be very out of touch um, here, but what are recorded <laughs> voice messages? How do those fit into your texting ecosystem? Yeah. Um, first of all, sorry for the late replies. I not know, at all. Not uh, at all. But <laughs> uh, Despite me being the fastest typer, we, uh, uh, I mean, like me and Jeff, guys, we were talking, we were trying to schedule this for like a month, I think. And uh, yeah, this um, is, yeah. We, we, 
we couldn't synchronize our conversation. Look, like, everyone who is ever on this podcast is basically doing me an enormous favor. And like, this is not an uncommon experience to try to find time with people. So um, this is not uncommon. And um, you were like, not particularly difficult to find time with and that sort of thing. But the, but the <laughs> fact that it was on WhatsApp and the fact that you were um, sending yeah. recorded voicemails, that is unusual to me. So like, where did those yeah, come you, from? You, you guys don't use, uh, you guys don't use uh, WhatsApp much in the U.S.? No, Are you based in the U.S.? I am based in the U.S. WhatsApp, I do think, is big everywhere but the U.S. So what's, I'm familiar with using WhatsApp to communicate, particularly Seriously? with international. Yeah. People don't use WhatsApp in, in, uh, in the U.S.? What, what do you guys use? Just regular text like messages. Message? Yeah, just regular text. I think that it's bigger internationally because... At least in Europe, I've seen that, like, you want to communicate with people in different countries, and here's, like, one network that sort of pulls all these different countries together is yeah, I, yeah. my perception of it. I don't know a lot about it. Um, Brazil doesn't wow, really God, have that God. problem. But, yeah, WhatsApp is not that big, as far as I know, in my communities in the U.S. Um, it's more right, of an international thing. But I know it's, like, the default yeah, version of text. I didn't know. But you can <laughs> send recorded voice messages in so like iMessenger, I'm sure any text service you use has that ability, I I, I think. Um, and I know some people use it, but I guess I was surprised that you were using it. Yeah, it's, it's not a big thing in the U.S.? Sending recorded voice, voice messages? messages? I don't know. Is that So that's what I'm asking you. Like, that's just, like, common. That's just, like, how... Yeah, I mean, like, here in Brazil, that's how most people communicate. Is because, you know, um, yeah, day-to-day, uh, you know, you can't um, always... Uh, get your phone and type with two thumbs. So it's just easier and faster to send a voice message. Yeah. Cool. It's unusual in my world. I'm sure there's people who do it. I think that like couples do it. I've seen like couples do it because it's a little nicer than us. <laughs> than, like yeah, it's, yeah, a little, yeah. it's a little warmer than the cold ones and zeros of a text message. But, yeah, uh, yeah. but I, it, it's, it is a little bit unusual to me. So I just want to make sure, make sure uh, we talked about it. And then, like, do you think you're going to set it again? Like, do you think you could set it again? Do you think you're still in shape? Um, damn, man. Yeah, I mean, like, like, I, like I told you, my personal record that I did at home was like 16 point something seconds. So um, I'm not going to say I'm 100% sure, but maybe if I, were, if I uh, started practicing again, I don't know, maybe I think 80, 90% sure that I could beat it again because um, my personal record was like uh, – uh, marginally better than like my, my last record. So I think maybe I could do it again, but, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Would you be upset if someone broke your record? Definitely. Definitely. If somebody broke my record, I, I would like, I would like contact flexi right now. So we could beat that. <laughs> <shit again. laughs> I mean, it seems like it'll probably happen eventually because kids yeah, are like yeah, raised yeah, with these things in their hands. Do you think that like, like, presumably there is a kid somewhere who could beat it, but the advantage you had was there was, like, this contest that, like, turned you on to it. Like, the people that yeah, could probably yeah, do yeah. it, like, probably wouldn't think to do it now, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Do you think anyone could beat that record if they, like, really put their mind to it? Um, <clears throat> well, I think so, because, you know, I'm just a regular person. I'm no different than anybody else. I just... uh Maybe the fact that I lost my computer and I had to do everything on my uh, on my smartphone, like essays and whatnot for college, maybe that contributed a little bit. Um, but I think if 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 uh, if somebody really really wanted to and like dedicated uh, a lot of their time to do it, they could probably do it. Man, it's a it's such a fun story because 
it's such a cool, random thing you stumbled into. Um, but it sounds like you really put the work in, um, and the work does not sound very fun. Just typing this sentence one more time. The razor-toothed piranhas of the genera Ceres, Salamis, and Pygocentris are the most ferocious freshwater fish in the world. In reality, they seldom attack a human. I hated reading that sentence every time I read it. And so I can't imagine <laughs> yeah. just typing it over and over. So it's this random thing you stumbled into, but you did put the work in, and it sounds like um, just good things and positivity came out of it. Is that is that all correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, you know, um, there's, a, there's a sentence. How, how does it go? It's like The uh, razor two your- piranhas of the generis, seller, selfish, and bigocentris, that one? Um, there's a... He said, um, make your mess your message. So kind of like, you know, uh, my computer broke down, but look, I got a record. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, it, it, there was an opportunity there. Yeah. What do you do when you're not texting? Do you work with computers like regu- regularly? Um, yeah, actually I do. Uh, I work with internet marketing nowadays. Do your coworkers know about this? Is it on your resume? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. This is the perfect. Yeah, actually, it is on my resume. It's the perfect (laughs) thing on on a resume because, like, you want to try to put something on there that shows, like, you're fun and that you've got some personality. But it's like, here's something that demonstrates that that also shows that you're dedicated and it's, like, vaguely related to, like, being productive. It's, like, it's the perfect fun thing to put on her. And and it is, (laughs) and above all that, like, it is legitimately impressive. Like, um, you do have a Guinness World Record. It's not like, oh, and I'm in a band that we play at the bar. That's impressive, too, or whatever. Like, you have a Guinness World Record. That's That's a real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in, in job interviews, everybody used to ask the, uh, about the record. <laughs> and it's like such a fun thing to talk about at a job interview, too, and it gives you chance yeah, to show yeah. personality and stuff. It's great. Well, I'm so glad you found it. I hope I'm not the last good thing. I, first of all, I hope this was good. But second of all, I hope it's not the last good thing that comes out of this record. Like, I love that, like, little things just keep coming out of this one random experience you had. And I hope that keeps happening to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks yeah, for making time to so. tell us about it today. Pleasure's all mine, Jeff. That was a HeadGum Podcast.